Welcome to Naturally Happy, the radio show and podcast. I'm Dr. Vidya Reddy. Are you ready to ignite your life? Because it's time to foster your happiness, your relationships, and your health. If you want to live with more passion, experience more freedom, and of course have so much fun, you're in the right place. So close your eyes, open your ears and your heart and join me on your journey to living happy naturally. What a pleasure and what a joy it is to be with you, working and exploring with you and loving with you. Hello everyone and welcome back to Naturally Happy. I'm Dr. Vidya Reddy. I am so happy and so grateful that you're here every single week to learn, to grow, to make a difference in your life and in the life of others. I'm all about building a conscious community of change makers. All of you want to change your life, change the life of others and make an impact in this world. You are definitely in exactly the right place. Thank you for sharing your insights, your takeaways and the principles you're learning from these episodes on Instagram and Facebook. I'm always looking out to learn from what you're learning and make sure that you have subscribed, rated and reviewed this podcast which would mean so, so much to me. And today's episode is going to be incredible. It's going to be super informative on a subject that you might or might not know a lot about. It's about working with destiny. I really, really hope that this episode is useful and I hope that it's practical and applicable to each and every one of you. There is almost nothing more mysterious. Destiny even sounds as if it is imposed from without having nothing to do with our conscious choice. In fact, there is a destiny that is given and destiny which is chosen. Destiny is a complex of fate, fortune, forces, and the inevitable, with a magical empowered destiny emerging when we consciously work with the forces of destiny. And in the midst of life which destiny already operates, we can place programs in our destiny knowing that anything placed within its umbrage and radiance will come to pass. Destiny is really a powerful concept, and I used to think it was in contradiction to the ideas of conscious reality creation. I was thinking of it in the old consensus way, and in the ways of religions from earlier in the 20th century and in the century before. The paradox, if something is destined to be, then how can you say you consciously create your own reality? If something is destined, how can you say time and space are illusions of your creation? I thought about this paradox for years, and it was a source of a great deal of highly productive energy. In a joking way, I say that I'm sort of sad to see that paradox leave, be resolved, as I will miss it. Now, there are several kinds of destiny, I suppose. The two most common are given destiny and chosen destiny. There's a timeless and spaceless sense of destiny that is our soul's sense of destiny for us. As our soul's sense of destiny, it becomes our higher self's sense of destiny too. It becomes the destiny that God, Goddess, the universe holds for us as well. I think that our soul's destiny is not so much fate. Fate is more of a function of our choice and our free will. But soul's destiny has to do with fortune. It has to do with the issues of abundance again. 
And soul's destiny has to do with the power that determines the course of events in our lives. That power is dubbed unknown in our world because few people know that they even have a soul. They know the word and they use the word, but most people, even most people within the New Age spiritual and metaphysical world, don't really have a working relationship or have a working sense of soul, do they? I don't think so. So I think the soul's destiny or the destiny given to us by God and Goddess, the universe, is about our own fortune and our abundance. It's all about power, known and unknown, which we can all call upon to guide us and that will determine the course of events by our choice and by our free will. Now, when I say fortune and abundance, I don't mean that God, Goddess and the universe determines our financial well-being. But I do mean that they give us the full and total, the bountiful potential to be, bountiful, autonomous, exalted in our giving, co-creating in our reality, actively participating, conscious of our participation, and the celebratory and the triumph. Who among us could not do any and all of these things? There are many in the world who just won't or who refuse to do them, but we can do each. The destiny to seek success, abundance, and prosperity is our fortune, and it is given to us. There's also the sense of the inevitable that is called destiny. The inevitable is our choosing because the inevitable is linked to our destiny and our image. So it seems that issues of fate and the inevitable are our making and our chosen destiny. And issues of fortune and of powers that determine the course of events are more linked to our given destiny. Now, when I say that, the concept of fortune and powers are also very personal ones and part of a chosen destiny as well. The most exciting part of all of this is this. Whatever falls within the umbrage, the shadow, or the radiance of our destiny will truly come to pass. It will be ours. I have to say I have never found an exception to this truth. Now, you'll be asking at this point about empowered destiny. How is that unique from what we normally think of as destiny? Well, I'm not sure how you normally think of destiny, but I learned from my Guruji in India. He talked about how we have the chosen destinies within this lifetime and the chosen destiny of this lifetime. And when we have given destiny that is carried by our soul from one lifetime to another, like our soul, that given destiny is always available. It's always there whenever we choose to give attention to it. When discussing the components of destiny and how they work, Allowing destiny to work for you, it's important to talk about fate, fortune, and the inevitable, and the forces that determine the course's events in our lives. In this discussion of destiny, it's pivotal to talk of the role of our life focuses, our identity, our image, and our motivation, momentum, as they relate to discovering destiny, and then as they relate to directing destiny. Empowered destiny comes when we work with these components, when we can work with the voices of destiny, 
as I'd like to refer to them. When we can hear and understand the voices of destiny, then we can understand the resonance that emerges from those voices. Within this understanding, we can discover that we have authored the chosen destinies within this lifetime and the chosen destiny of this lifetime. And we can step further and discover how we authored the given destiny, the one given to us by God, Goddess, the universe, and by our soul. With this understanding, even in these rudimentary beginnings, we can touch what is called the primordial destiny that is made up of fate, that is born of preconceptual beliefs, and of choices made before choice existed. We can be touched by the primordial of our fortune, which is not luck and chance, but rather, it's magic and choice. We can be touched by magic before there was magic. Out of all of this, we can discover how incredibly powerful the tool of destiny can be. Whatever falls within its radiance shall be ours. Well, this becomes profoundly true when we will our own authorship of what lies in the umbrage of destiny. So, when we can fully own that we wrote the umbrage of our destiny, we can fully receive the bounty of its umbrage. Destiny was a very powerful concept to me, but I never really got it about how precisely powerful it can be. When I reviewed the teachings of the many sages that I've met on my journey, I was stunned in the most magical way. It is as if the collaborations of observing and measuring my reality had changed, and thus my world was different. Anyway, the fourth component of the synergy that is destiny, the unknown. Actually, the fourth component is the unknown forces that determine the course of events in our life. The shorthand for that is the unknown or the unknowns. There is this thing that God, Goddess, the universe gives us. Our soul is the messenger of this gift. God, Goddess, the universe gives us a destiny. They give us this eternal resonance. They give us this immortal synergy. And it has four voices. It has four constituent voices. Voice that count and that matter. One of those voices is fate, while another is fortune. A third voice is the inevitable in any given lifetime. And the fourth voice inside this gift is an unknown force that does and will determine the course of events in our lives. That fourth voice will listen to our fate and fortune. It will take into account what is inevitable in our lifetime. It will listen and heed what it hears. And our fate, fortune, and the inevitable will be a part of the unknown, unlimited, and unconstrained, the free. Force that will determine what manifests in our reality and what does not. It's an amazing gift we have been given. In our difficulty to receive, we have twisted the meaning of fate to a sinister voice, we have run from fortune because we fear the magic and choice involved in it. We have called it luck and chance instead, running from it. Good fortune is distant for most. They are left with bad luck, bad fortune, and the inevitable and the unknown forces. They become frightening voices. But when we can receive this incredible gift, the voices can be clear and beautiful. 
And that fourth voice, the one of the unknown forces, doesn't have to be unknown at all. When we empower ourselves, when we know that we are the author and give ourselves permission to continue to author our reality, we can make or allow our motivation and momentum to be those forces. Our motivational and our momentum can be the forces that determine the course of events in our reality. Now, if those motivations are dark and constricting and the momentum is faulty, well then, we'll want to hold it. We will want to pretend that these forces are unknown to us. After all, who wants to admit that the negative and nasty motivations are theirs and that they are known? But when the motivation is light, multidimensional, multi-emotional, for the thrilled, for the dominion, for the wisdom, freedom, and for the eternity of it, and the momentum, love, intimacy, magic, choice, mysterious, mystical, miraculous, majestic, and then the magnificent, and the momentum is strong and forward-moving, then we can stand up and know these forces. And these forces, light motivation and loving momentum can determine the course of events in our reality. We can hear the voices of fate, of fortune, of the inevitable, of the unknown, now to be known forces, which determine the course of events in our reality. And when we do, we can receive the gift as God, Goddess, the universe intended to give it. I'd like to discuss a technique for putting something you want to create in your destiny. Here's what I do. Number one, I think about the concept. Whatever falls within the radiance or the umbrage of destiny surely will come to pass. I think about that a lot when I want to bring a particular desire or dream into alignment with my destiny. I go over this concept and allow myself to feel the juice of it I allow myself to see the beautiful pattern of understanding within that concept. I suppose what I'm doing is setting up and allowing a particular resonance to develop or to appear. Number two, then I break down the concept to understand its implication more fully. For example, I think about what would be something that falls within the umbrage, the shadow of my destiny. I think about what might fall within the dark shadow of my destiny. Does destiny have a dark shadow? Of course, we live in a universe of duality. If our destiny is real, then it has a light shadow and it has a dark one, just as it has a radiance, and that radiance can express itself as light or dark radiance. So I think of things that could fall within the shadow of my destiny, dark things and light things. The umbrage is the backdrop or the foundation or the stuff of which destiny emerges. I do the same thing with examples of what it might be in radiance of my destiny, within the future expression of my destiny. Number three, I work to clean up the umbrage, the offense, and the radiance. I find it something in the umbrage that I don't want to have there, or if I find something in the radiance that I don't want to create, I weed it out. I visualize doing just that literally. I pluck it out of the umbrage or radiance. Sometimes I do further work with it. Sometimes I just toss it. 
Either way, I get it out of the umbrage or the radiance, for if I don't, I know it will surely come to pass. Number four, now I take the desire or dream that I began all this with, and I look to see how it fits with my destiny. I look for the consistency of this desire and dream with what has been and with what will be in my life, in my beliefs, and in my self-defined destiny. If it doesn't fit, I adjust it. I adjust it or I drop it. In this way, I use my destiny as a yardstick to assess and evaluate the desire or dream. Now, if it doesn't fit and I drop it, what I mean is that I just stop trying to make it a part of my destiny, that's all. I may still want that desire and dream, and I will still work magic to create it. It's just that working of magic won't be using my destiny. I mean, not every desire has to fit with my destiny. If it does and I place it in that alignment, great, it will come to pass. But if it doesn't fit, I can still create it. I have lots of magical workings. So anyway, back to the fourth step. I see how this fits and either make it fit better, abandon it, or abandon the technique. Number five, I metaphorically plant the desire and dream in the umbrage. I see its roots in the shadow of my destiny. I plant it in the radiance. I see its manifestation in the future. That is, I plant the seeds in the shadow, the earth, the umbrage, and I see the bloom in the light, the air, the radiance. Number six, I ask for help from my unseen friends. Number seven, I celebrate the success that this is going to happen. I celebrate the desire and dream that will come to pass because it is in the umbrage and radiance of my destiny. I hope all this makes some sense. Don't worry if it's not perfectly clear. But if it makes some sense, it can work as a map for you to create your own technique or techniques. Thank you for listening to this episode of Naturally Happy. Make sure you share it. Share what you've learned. Share what made you grow. Share what you're experimenting with. These are ideas I want you to experiment with, play with, and learn from. Remember, this is your journey. I'm just facilitating it. I'm helping you grow. Thank you for trusting me, and thanks for being here. I am so, so grateful. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of this episode. I hope you're going to share it all across social media. Let people know that you subscribe to Naturally Happy. Let me know. Post it. Tell me what difference it's making in your life. I'd love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this incredibly conscious community we're creating a purposeful, happy people. You are now a part of the tribe, a part of the happiness squad. Thanks for being here. I can't wait to share the next episode with you. In peace, love, and gratitude. Till next time.